Don't touch my jewels. Don't touch my jewels. I said, don't touch my jewels. Hey, everyone. I am Juliet, your ever cheerful host of Don't Touch My Jewels. How you do? I hope you know by now the Jamaican lingo. That means, how are you doing? Thanks for tuning in and welcome back. This episode is an extension of the last episode. We are talking about the symptoms. I know you are perhaps sick and tired of hearing the word symptoms but yeah there are 34 of them and it doesn't make any sense I say there are 34 symptoms and we don't know what they are and how they affect you during your menopausal state so we're almost done acquainting ourselves with them we have I think just three left last episode we dealt with osteoporosis brittle nails and body odor right yes that's it so that body odor thing oh my goodness who who would know but anyway we have just about three or so more and then we're done with detailing the the symptoms and we can move on to the next best oh my god the next couple of episodes are going to be hilarious before i get into the symptoms i wanted to give a big shout out to every one that is listening. I looked at my stats and there are so many people in the United Kingdom listening. There are people in France, Germany, Turkey, in Asia. Can you imagine Asia? And there are people in Brazil, Chile, Africa. There is a percentage in Africa. Who would know so many people are tuning in? This show is about first about me growing older, getting older, going through menopause, um, was ashamed to talk about it, uh, share it with anyone. In the meantime, I was having awful, awful symptoms. Didn't know what to do, even though there there were support out there, but wasn't, I wasn't made aware of it because this thing just came on and slapped me. So you hear they say, when somebody bitch slap you, well, that's the way these symptoms did. They bitch slapped my ass. I wanted to talk about it, keep the show straight, candid, organic, natural. I I don't have an engineering crew or anything like that. I'm here doing this thing from my home. So I hope you continue to enjoy. I hope you continue to listen because it's real. It's no real. I'm going to make up a word now, okay? It gets no realer than this. This is it. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and listening. Continue to. Let's get into the remaining uh, symptoms that we have here. I think we left off body odor, like I said. Let's get into this interesting one. It's called electric shocks. (laughs) I didn't know there was electric shock sensation when you are menopausal. See how much we're learning? They say many women experience electric shock sensations during menopause. These electric shocks can affect the head and the inner layers of the skin. This symptom may occur on its own or it may precede a hot flash, a sudden and intense feeling of heat in the body. While researchers are trying to better understand this menopause symptom, some evidence suggests that sensations of electrical shocks are the result of hormone fluctuations. Sounds familiar? 
at most things, at, at many of the symptoms are associated with hormone and estrogen. So we're learning. They say the result of hormone fluctuations during menopause as estrogen directly affects the nervous and cardiovascular system. So what is electric shock sensation? They say they are unpleasant and painful sensations in various parts of the body characterized as a jolt-like stab or sharp impulse. Have you had one of those? I don't remember having one or else I would be probably at the hospital thinking I'm having a heart attack. It's no joke, but I mean, can can you imagine getting an electrical shock sensation? That will scare the crap out of you, wouldn't it? Okay, they say the symptoms of electrical shock sensations are one, sharp zaps in the brain and skull. <laughs> you heard that? Yeah, sharp zaps in the brain and skull. Piercing impulses in the neck, burning pins and needles in the back, sharp stabs in the chest and arms, electric-like tingling in the limbs. Have you had one of those symptoms? If you do, talk to us on Instagram or Facebook and let us know. This is, um, this is news to me. I'll continue. As with all symptoms of menopause, three routes of treatment are available, ranging from lifestyle changes to prescription medicine. Women generally begin with the least aggressive approach to the treatment, moving to other approaches only if relief is not achieved through these methods. Lifestyle changes are often the first step in managing menopause symptoms, including electric shocks. While lifestyle changes can produce positive change for women experiencing menopause symptoms, these approaches do not treat the underlying hormonal causes. Fortunately, alternative therapies can directly address the problem of hormonal imbalance safely and effectively, helping to successfully treat electrical shocks during menopause. Many women find a combination of lifestyle changes and alternative medicine are the best way to manage menopausal symptoms. Wow electrical shock sensation that was interesting and eye-opening if you have these symptoms please see your doctor okay it may be an underlying issue as well as it may be as one of the 34 symptoms of menopause so I'll go right into the next symptom, which is incontinence. As women approach menopause, many of them experience a myriad of different symptoms, including urinary incontinence. They tend to notice the lack of bladder control, especially when sneezing, coughing, or laughing. As we now know, when a woman approaches menopause, her hormone levels fluctuate which leads to a multitude of physical changes, including incontinence. To understand how to treat the symptom, it's best to first understand exactly what it is, what causes it, and finally, 
what treatment options are available. Did you know that more than 40% of menopausal women suffer from incontinence and roughly the same amount of postmenopausal women cope with the same symptom? Urinary incontinence is the inability to control one's bladder. The severity can vary from woman to woman. Some women may experience occasional trickles of urine when bursting into laughter or when having a sneezing episode. Others may notice large amounts of and more frequent uncontrolled urine flows that do not seem to be stimulated by laughter or a body shake and sneeze. Have you had one of those? I don't think I have. Not yet. My heart goes out to you guys who are experiencing this menopausal symptom. Although many women experience incontinence as they approach menopause, it is not an inevitable aspect of getting older. Fortunately, by better understanding this menopause symptom, women can treat it or prevent it from occurring. There are three types of incontinence. One, stress. Two, an urge and three, overflow. Stress incontinence is the most common type of incontinence in menopausal and postmenopausal women. This type of incontinence in women is almost always caused by hormonal imbalance, specifically decreased estrogen levels. Estrogen helps to keep a woman's muscles strong, even the muscles that enable her to maintain bladder control. Estrogen also contributes to the health of the urinary tract lining. When estrogen levels begin to drop as they do during menopause, the muscles weaken and bladder control becomes increasingly difficult. Although decreased estrogen levels primarily cause incontinence in menopausal women, there are additional causes of incontinence, but they tend to be more closely aligned with urge or overflow incontinence. Fortunately, there are several treatment options to make this menopause symptom a thing of the past. It's best to begin with the least obtrusive treatment, lifestyle changes, then move on to additional measures like alternative medicines and finally medications or surgery if incontinence persists. A good way for a menopausal woman to alleviate incontinence is to strengthen her her pelvic floor muscles, which supports the bladder. There are several exercise techniques to accomplish this. <laughs> Here we go. To begin, lie on the floor and squeeze or pull in the pelvic muscles. Keep them tight for a count of three. Release, rest for a few seconds, and repeat it all over again. You got that? Let's do it again. Lie on the floor. Okay, obviously with your back on the floor and squeeze and pull in the pelvic muscles. Keep them tight for a count of three. Release, rest for a few seconds, and try doing it again. To help alleviate incontinence, they say you could also decrease caffeine and tobacco consumption. That is most recommended. These substances worsen incontinence. If you are having incontinence issues, again, don't keep it to yourself. Get out there and get 
get some help. See your primary doctor or your OBGYN. Believe me, it's best that you do that. Let's slide into digestive problems, another of the 34 symptoms that affect you while you're going through menopause. The state of the digestive system can be indicative of a woman's overall health. Many women report that digestive problems begin to occur in perimenopause state or the years leading up to menopause. Not only can digestive problems cause discomfort, but they can also lead to more serious health problems. Hormonal imbalance during perimenopause is one of the primary causes of digestive problems for women between the ages of 45 and 55. Fortunately, there are treatments that can bring a woman's hormone levels back in balance and relieve her symptoms. There are different symptoms of digestive problems that can indicate different causes. Some of them are cramps, bloating, gas, constipation, diarrhea, a false urge to have a bowel movement, and many more. You can research and read a little bit more in depth if this is one of the symptoms that bothers you most. For me, I did not have digestive problems to complain about other than when I eat ice cream at 11 p.m. in the night and then in the morning time, my tummy says good morning. Yeah, that's my tummy. So those are faults of mine. Nothing to do with menopause. So see your primary physician if you're having odd digestive problems. All right. Promise. Okay. I think the last one is gum problems. One of my dear friends, when she listened to my initial, um, I think it was my third episode, she said, oh my God, this is informative because lately I've been noticing problems. If you hadn't said so, I wouldn't have given it a second thought. I'm going to go check it out. I was so proud that someone was listening and they were taking it seriously, checking it out to ensure that they get the help that is needed to stop the problem. While many factors can contribute to gum problems, the most common cause of gum problems during menopause is fluctuating estrogen levels. Estrogen affects many oral tissues, including the gums, salivary glands, and jawbones. During menopause, as the body prepares to shut down the reproductive functions of the ovaries, estrogen levels begin to spike and fall erratically, eventually leading to a significantly decreased production of estrogen. This drop in estrogen can increase the risk of gum problems, tooth loss, and osteoporosis, as previously mentioned. In addition to hormonal causes, other factors can increase the risk of gum problems. Hormonal changes in menopause can make a woman's taste buds less sensitive to sucrose, leading to an increased desire for sweet foods. I wonder if that's me. Oh my goodness. That's the end of the 34 symptoms. It took me about uh, six episodes to relay all 34 symptoms and how they may affect you. I went into more details with the 11 that I was challenged with and experienced and I did 
as much research as I possibly could about the others, which I tried to relate to you. Please, if any of these symptoms are currently a challenge for you, I would suggest that you do your homework by researching. And if what you find is very sim similar to what you're going through, seek help, see your doctor, see your OBGYN, but get some help so that you could get some relief. Don't suffer like I did when I first started the menopause journey. Let me say this again. I am not a doctor. Obviously, you know that by now. I am not giving medical advice. I've said that. I'm giving you information I have going through my menopausal symptoms. I'm giving you information I got from the doctor. Bird's eye view of what I went through and what you may be going through as well or to be expected. Don't say take my word for it in the sense that we're all different. We all have different backgrounds. It's a diverse group. So each person goes through things differently. See your doctor. Seek medical and professional help with any of the symptoms that you're going through. Next episode will be entertaining. I had a conversation with a couple just hitting their 50s and the challenges they're going through. It was hilarious. So stay tuned. Let me do some housekeeping. Much thanks again and gratitude for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I really, really appreciate your comments and your feedback on our social media pages. I think I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Great news. We now have a Facebook page, so check us out. We, so we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, and I we have the email, which is jdub at don'ttouchmyjewels.com. You can communicate in any of those arena. Uh, continue. Continue to listen to us. Spread the word. If you know anyone that may be going through these, these symptoms or on the verge of, please let them listen. At least they will get some information from this podcast. So spread the news. Take care of your loved ones that may be going through this process. Continue to follow us. Continue with your comments and your reviews, and um, we should be back in a week. I hope to see you then. In the meantime, take it easy, take care of yourself, be safe, and we'll have some fun on the next episode.